Welcome to Hi, My Name is Mom, an episode that's a little different today. Kayla is having her baby, and so Jen and I have brought our husbands on the podcast today. Good day. That's my husband, Ty, clapping. That's my husband, Adrian, saying hey. Adrian, say something so we can identify your voice. Yeah, you mean in a regular voice. Hi, I'm Adrian. (laughs) Mother's Day is this week. It's maybe always a big question mark of what moms actually want. Do we want time with our kids because our kids made us moms? Do we want time away because the day is about us? So we're going to talk about what moms really want for Mother's Day and see what the guys have to say about it. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms. All at the same time and never in the same order. (laughs) This is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Here's my theory. Moms love having a little time with their kids, and then I think they feel bad if they say they also want time alone. It's that whole mom guilt thing that plays into every single thing. I love spending time with my kids, but then on Mother's Day, I also think it's fun to get to do something not with the kids, whether that's... A, a nap or maybe like dinner out with my husband. Now, none of that is going to play into this year because we're all stuck at home anyway. So we'll also talk about ideas for quarantined Mother's Day. Taking it from my perspective, mm-hmm. if Adrian and I got to go to a ball game, let's say for our sake, the Phillies are playing the Cubs. Wait, is he? Is He's he planning for Mother's Day? No, no, no. Oh, oh my God. It's all right. Don't worry. Baseball's been canceled. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, no, I was going to say that I would love to go do that. And then I would want to have like family time at the end of the day. I think it'd be really fun to have like our time and then get everybody together at the end of the day. I totally agree. I can tell you, I want to wake up and I want to have a bubble bath by myself where I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs at the kids to get out of my bathroom. Cause that is my MO. Everyone Adrian, knows that. Does she lock the door on the bathroom or does she leave it wide open? Just asking for trouble. She only leaves the door open when she goes to the bathroom. When she's in the tub... <laughs> She'll close the door. That's not true. Well, okay, maybe it is true because I still don't lock it because the kids still walk in one by one trying to get in or needing something from me. Like they don't have another parent standing in the kitchen that can answer the question about the snack. So I want a bubble bath by myself. I would like you to make eggs Benedict and home fries. Okay. Okay. And then I want to eat breakfast as a family. And then I want the kids to be on their electronics and let us just watch like an adult movie. And then... Not like adult movie as in like adult industry, but just like, 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 I think I'll take it. if making holidays from scratch is the biggest thing I've got to do on Mother's Day. I didn't say that was the it. biggest. We only oh. got to about 11 a.m. Oh, oh. <laughs> we didn't even get past noon yet. I, I want to do something with the kids. So maybe we do something outside. Like we have a little fire and have a picnic like out on the deck and let them make s'mores so they're happy, right? I plan all my, my whole life is planned around. It sounds like a week's worth of stuff jammed into like six hours. And what else? I want a special dinner. It's probably going to be your lasagna with the bechamel sauce. So you can just plan ahead. And since Amazon is open, I do have an Amazon wish list. This is a full itinerary. (laughs) I'm sorry. Intel. You know what? Smart husbands take notes. This is correct. Also, we're recording, right? So you can send this back to me. Corey, what about you? What's your ideal Mother's Day? I agree with you that I... Oh, wait. Can I throw a hiccup in this? Corey's birthday is May 10th. Ooh, tough one. This year, that is Mother's Day. Most years, it's like Saturday, and then she also gets Mother's Day. So not only do I have to get gifts from me, but I have to get gifts from the kids for everything. So what if you celebrate Mother's Day Saturday? Hold on, you're creating double work for time. (laughs) I'd rather just jam it into one day. This is like when you were born on Christmas. I am sometimes a little bit jealous because I, you know, I think it's easier to plan something 
more specific to a certain holiday. Now, Ty is amazing. He is a very thoughtful husband, gift giver, planner, all those things. He's nodding emphatically. But I do think sometimes it's fun to have those holidays spread out. So sometimes I'm a little jealous that we do like fun Father's Day things in June and then fun birthday things in October. But I think if any husband was going to knock it out of the park, having both of those at the same time, it's mine. It's my hubby. You're a Romeo. Oh my gosh. We should have planned a, almost like a newlyweds game, but how well our husbands know us game. I feel like I knew Corey better when we first started dating. I felt like when we started dating, I knew everything. I knew her middle school, every little detail of every story. Cause all I did was ask her questions and learn stuff. And then now with the kids, I feel like we don't necessarily know each other. Like I listened to this podcast. I listen to Hi, My Name is Mom. And I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. I'll hear something that I didn't get the chance to talk to her about because the kids were running in circles or we're in quarantine. I feel like I know her as well as I know her IG stories. (laughs) (laughs) So you know I like nail polish and I'm a mom. I'm like, hey, you're really into nails and momming right now. I saw it on your story. Ty, what high school did Corey go to? Parkview. Oh, that's good. What's the mascot? Uh, <coughs> Zig Breaker. <laughs> what was her locker combination? <laughs> I honestly feel like I probably knew that back when we first started dating. Like, tw- go ask late 2012 time. That's true. He used to actually go, Corey, put your phone away, put everything away, let's turn off the TV. And he would have a list of questions pulled up to ask each other to dive deeper into learning about each other. Like just date night quite, that's a good idea. That sounds yeah. like a marriage interview. It was before Netflix. We didn't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> really, we should get the INS, like the immigration interview that they do, where it's like, what side of the bed? What's your favorite deodorant? Where do you go? Yeah. That could be interesting. I bet you we'd fail. Yeah. Don't, don't you think it changes over time? Like you start to, like Adrian, do you know if she's reading a book right now and what its title is? No, because she doesn't read real books. I'll let him explain that a little more, because that makes me sound like an idiot. No, she reads all the time, but it's Kindle, so I have, I have no idea what kind of saucy, steamy little rom-com situation she's got going on there. Ty, does Corey read? Uh, she is really into, like, researching things, so for the most part, when she's reading, she's reading about whatever topic she's interested in, and it's usually right now, uh, and often health-related, nutrition-related. She knows bigger words than I can even sound out. <laughs> I just finished Jessica Simpson's autobiography. Ooh, is it good? Did it have a lot of big words? Oh, yeah. Chicken. Chicken of the the sea. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it, though. You know, like all autobiographies, once they feel like they have to start wrapping up, I get a little bored. I'm like, okay, yes, yes. You're now you're happy and married. Fine, whatever. And then kind of skim to the end. What's Ty's favorite show right now? Money Heist. True. Money Heist. What is that? It's actually a Spanish, like from Spain, uh, programming show, but it's on Netflix and it's in English. Dubbed in English, but very well dubbed. But it's kind of like an HBO show meets like scandal. And it's the reason I'm tired every morning now. Have you seen Outer Banks? I watched the first episode. Yeah, that's Chip's new show. Yeah, we're queued up. This is how well Adrian knows me, I think. I watched the first episode, or at least part of the first episode, and I was like, "Mm mm-mm, it's not really for me. I love treasure hunting movies and treasure hunting shows, but I watched part of it, and I was like, nah. So I went to bed and watched Instant Hotel on Netflix, which I highly recommend. And the next morning, Adrian goes, here's the deal. We're basically getting divorced if you don't watch the show because you're going to love the show. So I watched three episodes last night and you have to sit down and the kids are going to watch it too. We binged the whole season. Of Outer Banks? It's amazing. Should have picked up speed on those last three episodes. It's it's such a great, such a good show. As a first time dad, I remember being very conflicted. You know, like obviously all those years I got my mom a gift, but now she's a mom. And technically, the kid should get her a gift, but the kid is, like, this big. So I had to start buying 
two Mother's Day gifts. Mm -hmm. But now that the kids are older, I sort of feel like even though they're all under 10 years old, like you guys are sort of like on your own. I'll give you guys a budget. We'll figure something out or maybe we'll do something homemade. But I don't really know that it's my place to give her a Mother's Day gift anymore. So I feel like that's sort of an interesting thing. It's like, am I still responsible for a Mother's Day gift to my wife? It's not really so much mother because you're my mom. It's like, you made me a mom, right? Even my friends who are divorced, I know they still like the dads buy stuff or do stuff from the kids and help the kids give it to the mom. Interesting. Then <laughs> <laughs> is there a Mother's Day that's really memorable for you where Adrian just knocked it out of the park? Very long pause. No, it's not. Uh, are so, yes, crickets I, that I hear? Most of my Mother's Days have been, have been fairly memorable. So I've gone through 11 Mother's Days. I was coming out hot. Like, yeah. I was into it. I was like buying the blue boxes and like the, the key and like jewelry from yeah. Etsy with the little engraved names of kids on them. And, but now like, I'm sort of like, we're 11 years in, I'm starting to get spun out a little bit. And I'm like, if I make a bird feeder out of a gallon milk jug, like, is it going to get thrown back in my face? Like, I do remember there was one mother's day that through dad or alive, we went on a cruise. Um, and he still brought me this like, beautiful necklace, you know, from Etsy, from an Etsy shop from this woman. And that was... And took her to a Martina McBride concert on a boat. <laughs> I mean, come on. See, the problem is you set the expectation too high, Adrian. Way too high. I, I blew out of the gates too strong and now I got nothing left. It might come down to, hey, babe, I sorted out your underwear drawer for you. I got rid of the Grundies and I gave you, there's a whole fresh couple layers on top there. It's all organized, color, color coordinated. Happy Mother's Day. Aww. I think Corey earlier, she was nudging toward the point that sometimes I would try to go like big, 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 right? And then you got to beat last year all the time. And uh, I'll do a hard reset every now and then. We just totally <laughs> forgot it. Oh, forgot. Last year, I blew up 100 balloons and wrote out a little memory in each one and put stuffed them into the balloon, blew it up, passed out behind the couch for four hours in the middle of the night so you could wake up to a room full of balloons. Real true story. Aww. And then the next year, I just forget yeah, and I bring him a gift, and then he's like deer in the headlights, and then he goes and scavenges his closet. We're going to play this game, Corey. Oh, no. The first person to forget our anniversary, luckily, was not me. So I'll Ooh. always have that over her head. The hard reset is an interesting idea. It's, it's somewhat of a psychological move. We did that last year. It's somewhat of a psychological move. It's like, I'm going to not set the bar so low. I'm going to just take the bar away completely. <laughs> because next year, whatever I do is so much better than nothing. This little thing that we used to do could be helpful for a lot of people. For the first probably seven or eight years of our relationship, we would get, I'd get like the Tiffany catalog or he'd get like a Filson, you know, catalog. And we'd go through and we'd kind of circle things we like all, all the time, like every month of the year. And we'd shove them in the other person's nightstand drawer. So at any point when there was a holiday, we could kind of go, oh, oh my gosh, she liked this, you know, hardware necklace from Tiffany's or he liked this Filson hat or whatever it was. And I could order it and he'd be like, oh my God, I love this. And he had totally forgotten that he told me he liked that. I think that's a good thing for any holiday, any anniversary, any birthday. And I, I, think, think, so. I think as you become a mom too, you know, we've talked about this a lot on various podcasts. It's like your needs and your wants and you know, treating yourself and all that stuff comes last almost always. Do you have things that you almost refuse, even though you could afford it and like it's doable? You just can't ever bring yourselves to buy for yourself. I will never buy a cell phone case. I just can't like wrap my head around why it's $40. Underwear. I'll burn holes in them. Like where your leg meets your leg. 
<laughs> the rub, yeah. For like three holidays in a row, he'll buy me a different pair of Uggs, which is good because then it sets me up for a while and I don't need any kind of like casual shoe for a while. But he typically does buy me things that I need or really would want it as a kind of like necessity type thing, but that would never splurge on for myself. Shoes, perfume. I, I, my favorite chocolate on the planet is Woodhouse chocolate made in Napa Valley. And I do not buy it myself because it's expensive to ship, but he's bought me that several times. And, and that is like a huge indulgence for me. It's become a little bit challenging to do the things that we might've done with one kid with four kids. I think that the more children you have, the more it kind of changes what Mother's Day looks like. Some of my favorite Mother's Day activities that we've done were together as a family but we at the time we only had one kid the most epic day I can remember and he's done some pretty epic things like the balloons he mentioned mm-hmm. when we lived in New York he planned a whole scavenger hunt around the giant Toys R Us that is right in Times Square and so I had to go and it was really a lot for Radley he ended up getting a toy at the end which was great but the family time was really fun and again he's always planning for my birthday and Mother's Day so there's a lot of overlapping when we lived in LA, I woke up and it all melds together because it was birthday and Mother's Day, but I woke up and he had all these little, I can't wait to hear this story because I don't know what it you is. You don't remember what it is. <laughs> I woke up and there were cut out ghosts all over oh, yeah. our rental apartment and all of them had these memories on them. And then he surprised me at, um, at a restaurant in LA and all of our friends who didn't have kids were there. And so they weren't celebrating with their own family. So we all hung out and did like a lunch brunch thing. But then for my birthday, he planned a surprise lunch that he completely tricked me into where we stopped at this barbecue place that was the first place we ever went on an accidental date. Then we went and got on the Queen Mary. That's what the ghosts, because it's supposedly a haunted ship. So he surprised me with the trip to the Queen Mary. We stayed there overnight. And then when we went to go grab dinner, two more friends showed up and surprised me that lived in Orange County. So it was just like one surprise upon another that I did not see coming. And so that was probably one of the more epic, just all like it it was as much about the things that we did as it was about the, the time he put planning it. It just was very special. And I think a lot of people, it's going to be a different year this year because not only are we quarantined, but there are a lot of people who are very financially stressed right now. We do all these things as a mom on a day-to-day basis that don't, I think we were lucky, Jen, to have husbands who really recognize that. But it's really just acknowledging like, thanks for everything you do. You know, if someone else just, you know, handles the poopy diapers that day, that's awesome. You know, it's so different this year. Um, so I think everybody's going to have to get a little bit creative. Jen just wants some alone time in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> I always have a baby in the bathtub with me. Yeah. I like baths alone where I can stream like Netflix on my phone or read a book or something. But yeah. Yeah, I lock the door. Corey refuses. I do uh, now. I've started locking oh, the door. I, I think that there's some sort of empathy that I just don't have in that circumstance. I don't know if you carry that obligation with you, but once I cross the threshold into the bathroom, like... Kids can go find mom or they can just wait. Because <laughs> it's your quiet time. So what are y'all going to do? What are you going to do this year? No secret? Skipping it. No, I'm just reset. It seems easier. It's no. reset. He's just blaming the, the, the quarantine and he's like, yeah, hard reset. Maybe mm-hmm. an IOU. Yeah, sometimes Ty's gotten me gifts. For instance, uh, I think three or four, There's five. Five years ago, he got me TSA pre-check, but he got it for me this year. Wait, we actually, we actually did, did it. I scheduled year. it. <laughs> That's awesome. It is awesome. We do love having pre-check. But. I got our trip to Dollywood three years ago. We finally went last October. Mm-hmm. There should just be an expiration date on those IOUs where it's, you know, once quarantine she is She got over, pregnant, so we couldn't go to Dollywood because it's all roller coasters. And you guys just did this miscarriage episode. So that was amidst one of, that was that year. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't go. And then the next year she was pregnant with Bash, Rainbow Baby. 
and we couldn't go. And then finally this year, we took that little rainbow baby and Brad and we got to go. And it was awesome. That's a fun trip. It's like the real Nash Vegas. You know what I mean? It's, it's Vegas of the East Coast. Pigeon, like Gatlinburg, that whole area. There's like so much to do there for a family. If we had planned something for like you and Kayla and Jen, as simple as like a Zoom and Adrian and I have it like coordinated so that we're going to take care of the kids. John's going to take care of the baby. Is that like fun for you to just have a set time where we surprise you with like a meeting to hang out and drink. Great idea. Although Zooms right now feel <laughs> as much like hanging out as they do like work. <laughs> yeah, if we don't have an outline and, and a script that, you know, we have to... <laughs> yeah, a, non, a non-work Zoom. I did that with a, for a friend's birthday the other day. And the only bummer was that he brought her birthday cake and then we couldn't have any. Oh, I'd, be, I'd be worried that a potential Mother's Day... <clears throat> Zoom gathering could turn into um, like five hours. No, like uh, what did he get you? What did he get? Oh, you? yeah, oh, like oh, if Jen's oh, sitting oh, there with oh. her mimosa and eggs Benedict, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, so we have to do like exact same gifts. It's like Zoom call, same right. hours, same thing. Uh, Got it. That's funny. Right. Oh, I know what would be an awesome Mother's Day gift. What if we oh, make the guys? Get my pen. If we make right. the guys go through labor. I've seen those things. I've seen that. Let's do it. She keeps trying to bring this up and tell me that this is going to be fun. Would you be willing to give us that gift for Mother's Day? I mean, it can't be the only gift. You still have to think of stuff on your own because we gave you this idea. Where, but where does it end? Am I going to start tying dumbbells to my testicles? You like, might have a period next. <laughs> <laughs> I also have some ideas. I had posed this question on Insta and I have a few responses to what moms really want for Mother's Day. Uh, this mama said, peaceful homes, healthy and happy families. That is true. Cause I am, there's so much yelling in our house right now. <laughs> yeah. I could cover the spread on maybe one of those. Oh, my friend, Stephanie said a day off alone. She wants full alone. See, this is important to know what your partner actually wants. Well, oh, what's another- interesting about, about that woman's comment. Do you think, do you know who that was? Do you yeah. think she's mm-hmm. working? Mine. She works, but she works a lot on her own time and her kids are, um, are a little bit older. She has one teenager and one that's a preteen. Well, everyone wants to get away from that age. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. I have another idea. One of the moms said that she wants someone to give her a pedicure. We can't go to nail salons right now. I've been talking about this. Oh, someone. So not like a professional, but like possibly uh, a husband. A husband. I don't know how that would go. You can order the little pedicure bin off Amazon. It might be deemed even essential right now. You should look that up. Oh, we have two of them. Don't do that for me. <laughs> I recommend I really the, if a, if, a, if a mama doesn't have them already, I have my own little gel light kit. So I just gave myself my own gel nails, which he never right. notices if my nails are done or not, but it matters to me. I just feel better and more put together. I might not be wearing makeup or pants, but damn it, my nails are going to be done. If you're not wearing pants, that's why I don't notice that your nails are done or not. <laughs> By the way, going, going back to the wardrobe thing, whether we're in quarantine or not, you can never go wrong with like a really nice pair of yoga pants. For me, you can never go wrong with Lululemon anything. Yeah. The see-through yeah. ones or no? Adrian, the other day we were in the garage and <laughs> I had the warner. I was like, hey, since we're here at home gym now, that's probably okay, but you should know I can see... Especially in the crackle region. That's an, early, that's an early Father's Day gift. Someone else said they want they want someone else to cook for them. We're teaching Radley to make toast, so Hey, that's a step. My husband, yeah, he doesn't I he can doesn't cook, really though. I can. I just not He's told me about this special mac and cheese he makes. 
for the entirety of our relationship. I've never seen it. I've never made it. What? Never. Like, I, one of my very first birthday that we spent together, he made me waffles. Packers waffles. <laughs> um, but he can make um, Uncrustables. He can pull them out of the freezer. They're delicious. They have taco meat Uncrustables I saw today. My husband eats like our six-year-old. Oh, there's this. Well, yes, we did hear about you crushing up an entire bag of Oreos, pouring milk over it, and calling it cereal. Yeah. To be fair, that was Easter, and those were Easter egg Oreos. So he has cinnamon toast crunch. He, I was wondering why we were running out of Uncrustables, and then he's like, "Hey, um, could you get some more of those low sugar Uncrustables? Those are for the children." Do you guys not eat your kids' food? Z bars? Oh, yeah, we do. Actually, we don't let the kids, we don't let the kids eat some of it. Right. We buy the Oreos, and those are like bad. Those are mommy's. I don't let them eat the Magnum bars. Those are mine. You like some big? Adrian, do you have a dad fashion? I, I'm not a huge. I, here's the thing. I forget things in conversation all the time. All the time. Uh, like where you would think I have been like... What was dementia. Like dementia or something. Um, he forgot the word. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what was the word? Um, you know, like holidays and, and things like that, I typically don't forget. It might creep up on you. Right. And when I start talking about what we're going to do for Mother's Day or our anniversary or blah, 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 he'll start, you can see the wheels turning in his head. And he's like, mm -hmm. what is your, you have some mom questions. You have spent so much money, so much money on overnight shipping for things. I've seen the receipts. He spends money on shipping to make sure something gets here more than what the item is worth. Uh, hey. I'll be like, hey, Corey, if you need it, I have a gift receipt. Like, if you don't like it, being like, please don't ask for the gift receipt. It has the date. Please don't ask for the gift receipt. But then there's something that I, like right now in my closet, I have half of her birthday presents. They've been in there for six months, but the, I'll, I'll get to the end and I'll think I'm gonna have this perfect like capper gift come up and I never think of it, and then I have to go at the last minute and like pick something up. I don't know about a dad fashion. Like, give me an example of what a dad fashion might be. Mine are simple ones. Like, if if I'm in the bathroom for a long time, obviously I'm watching TikTok videos. I have another one for him. Oh, he he makes the excuse that Bash is still pooping to not change poop diapers. <laughs> oh, he's gonna poop again. He's gonna. He's just gonna keep pooping, and then he leaves. He's an aggressive pooper, so when he poops, he like goes. Argh. And I've gotten real good at, like, of course, in the other room. And she's like, is he pooping? I'll be like, yeah, but I think he's still going. And then I'm like, oh. And I'll, like, take his nose for him. And then he's like, okay, I got to jump on this call. Still going, and I got to leave. Can't believe it. See ya. I will admit there have been times, specifically under quarantine, I may smell something a little ripe on Abby. And I'll quickly, like, get my hands dirty in the sink like I'm doing dishes. Which, by the way, sucks in its own right. But... I would take the dishes over to the diaper. I'd be like, I think I smell poop, Jen. And she'd be like, oh, okay. I'll be here with the lesser evil. Doing the dishes. <laughs> I'll tell you straight up, I, Adrian, there's something that really, this has got to be a podcast topic very soon because um, Adrian is like, he, he's very much for co-sleeping in the beginning, but now that we have a two-year-old co-sleeping between us, it's like he is the not-so-subtle king of like, get her the hell out of our bed, right? So... Almost every night she's fast asleep and he comes in and he like jumps in bed and like goes crazy with the covers and like is making all this noise and like chaos is like a brewing because he's trying to wake her up because he wants to piss me off because I didn't have to nurse her back to sleep and he's basically trying to, he's trying to get her out of my, our bed. by That's not it at all. I'm just trying to get comfy where I thought she was going with that was <laughs> in somewhat of a sexual manner. The fact that this... <laughs> 
baby who's now like, I picked her up last night during quarantine. I don't know how she went from a baby to like full on like a kid, but she's, she's in our bed and it's kind of like, you know, we'll have these side conversations, like, you know, just about intimacy and like frequency. And I'm kind of like, there's a kid in between us. And it's like, well, remember when we used to like push the kid to the side and then like, <laughs> and I'm kind of like, yeah, I do remember that, but I don't know. Like, you have so many kids right now. It's like rearranging your decorative pillows. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, like, that was four. Yeah. You're tired by the time you get back. No way. So yeah, I don't, that's where I thought she was going with that. Uh, yeah, hey, we want to have that podcast someday. Corey and I have an issue with that too, but ours is based around the fact that every time that we get intimate the next day, it feels like a college kid that made a mistake. Cause she's like, you haven't had your vasectomy yet. Now I'm probably pregnant. <laughs> like that. Like, I up call, next stutter. week on Hi, My Name is Mom. <laughs> yeah. And, like, does, and we're like done. So I don't know where you go get a vasectomy. So I've been using my laptop a lot on my lap. And like, I take calls on my phone in my pocket with AirPods, just trying to zap it all out. <laughs> I think that there's definitely a topic there in the lack of spontaneity when you have multiple kids. They don't even have to be sleeping with you. No, we haven't gotten busted yet, but we, have we? Yeah, we've gotten busted, but we've hidden uh, it. We barely. haven't actually, like, Radley hasn't actually seen anything. We just, like, pulled the covers real quick. We're like, please don't cuddle with us right we're, now. He probably doesn't even know what it like, is really at that age. Be, like, I think he one now. time was like, I just saw dad's butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jen and I sort of talked about this on this When Sex Gets Unsexy podcast that'll be upcoming and we were talking about how sex used to be part of your bedtime routine and then it becomes that thing of like when was the last time we had I can't even remember and then I'm I'm slightly passive aggressive now about like I really like to have sex but I can't because you might knock me up yeah we're on like reverse ovulation calendar like we look (laughs) (laughs) they're like I'll go upstairs (laughs) <laughs> or it's like I'm ready and it's like but I didn't take a bath I didn't shave I didn't do this I didn't do that it's 9 15 by the way I can't be tired I'm not gonna be like almost ready to zone out and watch Netflix and you'd be like let's go I guess that's a relevant question do women want to have sex on Mother's Day is that part Ooh, of that is a that is a relevant question mm-hmm. uh, let, mm-hmm. we're waiting patiently no don't try and make the sound that sounds like it I don't know <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm, my here. How about how about we answer that question? Sure. My guess, I don't know actually. Now that I, now that I really position the question to myself, check your ovulation calendar. <laughs> Maybe that's a top or bottom thing. Wow. Like it's only like if I can be on bottom, fine. Can we have the low effort version? You know, the <laughs> a, a low effort. Got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Oh, in the kind where it's not like, oh, sorry, honey. <laughs> And then I want you to spoon feed me apple pie afterwards. Yes, that's awesome. So low effort and then dessert snacks afterwards? You have to homemake the pie. I like that. For me, if it lands when I'm ovulating, then I'll be so annoyed because I'll really want to have sex. And then I'll be like, but I can't. But we can't. You know that, like, me, like we I literally have just used the pull-out method. It's called the rhythm method. <laughs> For those of you who are a little more educated about... <laughs> Yeah, we have a six-year-old using that yeah, method. Yeah, ours is called Radley. <laughs> for those of you who are a little less crass, it's called the rhythm method. But anyway. What is it, the coital interruption or something like that, right? <laughs> is that really what it's called? Coital timeout. For, uh, for us, it's worked. That's because I'm focused. <laughs> Did we, do you think we provided any help to people? Did we provide any insight 
there's some good insight there about what women might want on Mother's Day, how to go about getting it, planning ahead a little bit, the note, the card, if nothing else, if all else fails. Oh, wait, did you I hit think- that? What do you want in the note? Because I will say this. I was thinking about this as we were coming into this podcast. Adrian and I, I don't always think of you and I as like similar. I think you're like cooler than me and like more <laughs> athletic probably. But <laughs> I feel the same way about you. So maybe we're exactly the same. But I do think that you and I are super alike when it comes to like our priorities in life because you and I both freaking love to the point of like ridiculousness, our kids and being dads, favorite thing. And we also, I think, feel the same way about our wives. What I was going to ask is, what do you guys want out of the card? Knowing the kind of guys you pick. Adrian has like one-upped his card game every year because he's had the last three years, he's had these books, you know, come out like the week before Mother's Day. Um, and I did just notice because it well, came out yesterday. You're holding and up I, okay. parenting a toddler. And by the way, I sent that to my sister for Mother's Day this year. Oh, nice. Love it. Well, I, I actually, I didn't read the um, dedication in this one. It includes me. He's done ones where it's been to me or he's done one where it's been to the kids, but it was kind of a nice surprise to open it and it'd be, you know, for Ava, Charlie, Mason, Evelyn, and my wife, Jen. You didn't blah, write blah, blah. me a book. So, Adrian, yeah. how long did it take you to write a book? <laughs> 10 days? <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of, like, being partners and somebody telling you that they see all the stuff that you do because the stuff Corey and I've talked about this extensively. The stuff that we do when we're home is literally invisible because someone's destroyed it by the time you guys get to see it. By the time you come out of your offices or studios, it's like completely destroyed back to square one. So I do appreciate when Adrian's like, I see the fact that there's never a ring around the toilet. I appreciate the fact that our baseboards are always, you never have to do any of that stuff. But it's not just, it's not just that stuff. Sometimes it takes thinking about what if that person weren't in my life? What would be missing? I mean, I I think like that sometimes. I, I tell Corey that sometimes if I get like annoyed about some dumb thing and I know it's dumb, I go, look, Corey, just so that you're crystal clear, I know I would way rather have 20 water glasses half drank around our house <laughs> did not have you. Also, that should be a t-shirt. A million things to the, to what your point was. She does a billion things. I think I'm going to steal that idea. Um, <laughs> I think that, no, I think that was a great idea. Like point out the things that you do see them do. Then there was what you told me one time after we'd already made a commitment to each other and a huge conversation about how we were dedicated to each other and like totally exclusive relationship. I was in New York and she was in LA and I flew home one time. She goes, I mean, I just want you to know, like, I'd rather see you every two weeks than see someone else every single day. And I was like, that is a boyfriend. And we had that conversation. I was like, two weeks. That was a compliment. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. History and English were my strong suit. Like she just figured out she didn't want to date other people right then. I was pointing out that I didn't get to see him very often, but I, I want him in my life, even if it was under less ideal circumstances. What about so, what about something like a poem or a limerick or no. or hiring hard pass or use, or using something like cameo to like hire you know like like hall like if you have a hall pass like who's your hall pass like if this chick or this a two, hall pass for mothers no but I'm trying to think like like getting Ryan Reynolds oh. but but getting Ryan Reynolds to like wish Jenna happy mother's day would that would that be like whoa outside of the box that would be pretty awesome it's actually brilliant because there's no chance of any physical contact so hey the most you could do was emotionally cheat it's fine <laughs> You know, I used to have a hall pass. When Adrian and I first started dating, we had this conversation. You know, you have your, like, Hollywood five, like, the five stars that you ever come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Would you guys in Hollywood? Right? Huh? 
And you were in Hollywood, weren't you? Yeah, that's the scary thing. So one of the guys... So it could have happened. This guy, Cameron Matheson, was on my list for years because he was on my soap opera the whole time I was growing up. And then he was on Dancing with the Stars. I don't remember what else. He did something else. But my company produced So You Want to Be a Soap Star for SoapNet back in the day. I mean, this is like takes us way back. And I remember seeing him. I remember having his, his outfit that somebody gave me to like kind of smell creepily. What a weirdo. That's weird. We were really close. I told Adrian, I was like, remember how you told me, like, a couple of these people? I was like, wow, he's coming to my office today, so. I mean, we had similar stories, though, because we we had, uh, when I was working for Adam Sandler, we were doing casting for a movie, and on my Hollywood Five was Jessica Beale. She came in to read for a role, and it was my birthday, and she stayed and sang happy birthday to me with everyone, and we ate cake together. And I was kind of like, hmm, are we going out to dinner after this or no? But then she left. So. But isn't that what you would really want out of that anyway? It's like, really, it's like the singing happy birthday and sharing cake is all you really want, right? I thought, yes. that, was, I thought that was pretty awesome. I totally agree. Well, guys, yeah. thank you for joining us today and providing insight from the guy's perspective. I have no idea if we helped anyone, but it was really good I to meet you guys either way. I'm to hang out with you, Corey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This felt like a virtual date, actually. It's like all rainy and dark outside. and I, I do think that this is kind of a cool thing. If you could wrangle the kids and then you have a date night with your friends. And all, part of the silver lining of this whole quarantine is we've discovered new ways to hang out with people that we don't get a lot of time with. I've been Marco Poloing with friends more often. We've been doing happy hours with friends across the country. I think I've reconnected with some people in ways that I wouldn't have if you know, obviously I'm ready for it to be over, but I'm trying to see those positives. And you guys have four kids. We don't live super, we live in the same city, but we live 45 minutes apart. So, I mean, getting to hang out with you virtually is actually it's nice. I think this, this little conversation might've inspired me to write a blog post about what to, what to get moms in this sort of, um, yeah, every year you've done a mom's like a mother's day gift guide. You should probably do the quarantine version. Can I write the dedication on that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> to my wife Corey. Guys, <laughs> oh, I was. I'm glad this was a good excuse. Like I used to see Adrian every single morning. He was the first person I saw every day, and now I haven't seen you in two months. So that's so crazy. What's it smell like in that little closet you got? Corey hasn't very taken sweaty. any baths. It's getting crazy. yeah. This room does not smell good either. I'm just telling you, your <laughs> office is like y'all what? Are, y'all are starting to glisten. We're gonna I mean, walk out of this closet all sweaty, and nothing happens. Brad's going to be like, what's going on in there? Dad's butt is covered. (laughs) I'd love to know what creative thing your spouse came up with for you on Mother's Day. At Hi, My Name is Mom Official. Hi, My Name is Mom on Facebook and HiMyNameIsMom.com. Thanks for listening, guys. I can't believe the kids really didn't come in either, which is either great or terrifying. Your name is Mom.